Welcome to Saga. Erupting blunt launcher. Joy Sorry, sorry, for some reason I thought a thousand years was about to come out of your mouth. A thousand years! <laughs> There's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it! <laughs> sack up, sack up, sack up! I am Steve, and with me here today... Madison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. Alright. Welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. I'm Ken. Um, it is April 19th, Sunday. This is episode 16 of Sack Up. Fast 16, appro- though. Yeah, fast approaching 20. Two to the four. Yes. Anakin. <laughs> we are fast approaching the uh, the 20th episode, and then we'll be at 25, quarter of 100. And then that'll be as old as we are. Exactly. And then our podcast will be older than we are. Yeah. Our podcast will it's clearly podcast, you know, podcast age well, by years, week, a single year a year yeah. for yeah. podcast. Podcast hours. Well, 52 weeks is, 52 episodes is one year for a podcast. I said, I, I understand that, but in podcast years, like in dog years. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we need enough podcast, we need 365 podcast episodes so that at some point in time, I may listen to a single episode every, every single day. year, every single day, every, every single day. year for the rest <laughs> of my, my ancient Chinese Let us life. Let forget episode fifteen titled "Be Black and That's Okay." Thanks, Steve. Yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> it was, no, it I, was hilarious. I pulled that up on my fucking phone. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect to see it that. It points directly at you. Mm-hmm. So. Oh Jesus! That was a good one. That was probably one of the funniest things in that episode. So. <laughs> I don't know. Erupting blood launcher was pretty as as, well, as this evidenced episode, by the though. fact that you've left it as the. Front Did we get bumper. that in even? What erupting blood yeah. launcher? Yeah, that's that, okay. That's, yeah, that was we, a what, separate. What recording. was it? What was it that we lost? We lost something. Like episode well, me 11. and Steve have lost a couple of. Yeah, them. we Just lost from some the really USB good ones. ports on its on recorded being fucked up. Anyways, all right, let's. Uh... Yeah, all right. So how was uh, how are you guys weeks? You guys watch anything cool or interesting? Just finishing. I'm like or play anything. Almost done breaking. Bad. No, I played a lot of Dota and got back into that. I saw you playing up. Playing Internationals coming back up. So, rock that shit. Think I my ass owned and cried. So. Yeah, you and Caleb were playing a lot. So Caleb's really back into it. Is he? Yeah, no. It's that time of the year, man. It's like May to August is Dota time. Oh, it's that summer break. Yeah. Well, I'm just uh, with it. There's some international ads going on, and, and also know. for us, I have some more free time. To go outside right now when it's 90 yeah, degrees. Exactly. I just I have some free time too, and I don't really have a, a good solo video game that I'm kind of playing. For some reason, I have Dragon Age. I know that, and they just stopped. Yeah, yeah. I'll never finish. That I game. don't know if I'll ever finish it. Either. Something happened. The momentum there just kind of died off, so I never got back into it after I went to work. It's well, those kind of big RPGs like that are games like where 
once you stop for two weeks to three weeks, you kind of forget the minutia of everything that was going on in the story, it's and then like, you're like, I just don't. Uh, I just like load it up, it. and I get like negative nostalgia. Where I'm just like, I have to do this again. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go like spend 15 minutes on load screens and all this shit. Yeah. Like so stupid. But I could. I, I have like a shotgun run to the end of the game right now because I'm at the parts to to finish the game out. But I just don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> So how's Breaking Bad going? I still still hasn't hasn't wowed really you. like oh my god it's the best show ever. I still hate everything about everybody in that show what? except for Saul. What season are you in? I'm in season five. So you've seen Gus already. Gus has come and gone by this time, hasn't he? <gasps> yeah, no, he is. Yeah, and it totally stupid. Like my he, face, my face he? is blown off. I'm not gonna walk outside and be like, hey guys, was he awesome good. though? Gus, like, Gus is a great character. Gus is. Well, he's I mean, just a stone. He was like a good guy. Yeah, he had no emotion, and, and, and like you see his emotion when his like his like partner, and I'm guessing is like a lover or something. The way he like cried over him, got murdered by the the cartel. But he just I don't know. It, it, there's a there's not that shows need to be real, but there is like a distinct lack of like realism between like the Gus, Waltz, and Jesse trifecta going on where. If I was Gus, man, like you could, you really can't copy his formula. You have video cameras watching him twenty four seven, and you just can't copy his like actual methodology. You know? Yeah. It just, it just seems, or somehow, no chemist in the world can ever replicate Mister well, Blue Sky's like. I don't think that's what they're saying, but that, and that's like one of the crux of the of the season is that like Walter knows that Gus is watching him and is watching him and learning all of his stuff and he just and Gus just needs to find another chemist who can come in that's why well, that's Gail Gail yeah, that's right. why well, they, but that's even that the, the Victor Gail happened the Victor like was basically replicating his procedure like step by step just by I mean he didn't know exactly what was happening but he just he followed the list right yeah I don't know there's just I don't know I said well it pisses me off Mike doesn't piss me off Mike's okay. Mike's awesome. But everybody everybody else just pisses me off in that show. Maria pisses me off. Hank pisses me off. The wife pisses me off. The wife pisses everyone off. The son's like literally before. retarded and doesn't do anything. Well, I don't think he's retarded. <laughs> he's got like polio or something. No, he's got, no. Pal- he's got palsy. 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 <laughs> I, knew <it> a, <laughs> palsy. I knew it was a P. Now, Walt Jr. is actually like, like a good person, but he just doesn't do anything in the show. He literally like has like almost no purpose. He still doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like he, you know, well, it doesn't be that mean to him, but you know, that's what he sounds like. That's true. <laughs> that's the character. So, I we're only watching because Gina somehow likes the show. So I'm just gonna complete it and be like, ah, I watched it, but it will not go down on my list of greatest episodes, greatest shows I've ever watched. It's not the greatest show you've ever seen, except for maybe The Wire. I've actually never watched The Wire. The Wire is wonderful. I've watched like, the first half of the first season of The Wire, and I wasn't particularly impressed i don't know what it was about it like i watched it and i been i binged watched the whole season in like a month and it's like there's something about it it just like wrapped me in and i got super into it for some reason the characters are very interesting and i like crime dramas like that like well, so do i but i liked hawaii 5 better than i like hawaii 5 sucks i feel like hawaii 5-0 is more of a procedural though isn't it whereas i feel like the wire is i don't know i like the kind of street level stuff so I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. Is. The wire. Well, like the wire was less about what's going on in the courtroom and stuff like that, and more about or not the wire. Wire. Yeah. 
so the streets on I don't know the wire was just very real I think for some reason it was very gritty and this well, well it's in like Detroit or whatever right it's in Boston but some shit. No, Maryland. Town. It's in Maryland. I was going to say, I thought it was in Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, not Boston. So, second Detroit. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit 2.0. 2.0. I hear that's a nice area. Baltimore? No. The place where or if you leave your car unlocked maybe for more than 10 Baltimore. seconds, it is stolen? Yeah. Maybe Maryland's what I Maryland is fine. Yeah, Baltimore, Baltimore is the, the Detroit, Harlem, etc. of Maryland. I've never fucking been there before. Can I haven't my... either. But I already know I'm never going to go. <laughs> my dad and my brother went to Maryland once um, to go to a... They were, they were there, for I think, for a Redskins game. For a Washington Redskins game. They and were that excited they went they, to a Redskins game? Well, they they're like diehard Redskins fans. Why are they Redskins fans? That makes no well, I don't sense. Know. My dad has been Redskins. So they have fan to bond over life. something. Well, no, I mean, my dad's been that's a not in Baltimore either, right? Um, well, Baltimore Ravens. No, I think they. Well, I don't think they, they were, were in Baltimore playing an away game in Maryland. I think I so. They something. To go. I think well, my dad had to go out that way for business, so that they so they went and did like both. Just they went to the Redskins since they were there already. Yeah. But they went to Baltimore, and there, there were like they went to like five restaurants, and all the restaurants refused to serve them because they were white. Yep. Like they went in, and they were just like, "Hey, I'd like, we'd like to have something to eat." And they're like, "Sorry, <laughs> we're white. full." And he's like, "And my dad's like, there's like thirty tables in here, and they're empty, and there's one guy in the corner, and the guy's like, "Sorry, we're full. We can't, can't serve you." Jesus. So that's Baltimore. <laughs> And people say that, uh, and people still have problems with white racism. They don't seem to understand uh, that it can go the other way. No, yeah. we, well, regardless, I'll, I'll be pretty that. happy when the show's over. I just don't. I just feel like move on to the next one. There's just such a flimsy. There's just like a. I did. He just should have been caught by now. That's just it. That he just should have been caught by now. Yeah, the moment that he was just like, happened, I decided to go naked walking in the desert to get high because of my cancer. It's like, no. like they put that story from camp. I don't know. It's just like I get that. Obviously, the show's less about realism and more about kind of his character. But it's just like, <laughs> like he does so much stupid stuff, and it like works in the show. And you're like, no. And then he's like, ah oh, ha 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 ha! I am old, and I am smart, and I am smarter than you, and I shall be the boss. Oh, my plans all work out. And you're like, no, there's just nothing in real life. This would have never worked out. You're like, yeah, he freaking, gets really lucky a lot of the time. Or even, and like, they do it on purpose, but even the, like, he's at dinner and he tells Hank, he's like, oh, I don't think Gail's the mastermind behind this. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's supposed to be hubris. That's it is, no, wait, it, it is hubris and it is doubtful. Yet somehow Hank still hasn't got the idea that, like, um, I'm sure it's coming down now, but like, they had the whole talk where the dude's like, oh, I had Gus over from my house for dinner, and he, like, told me he had a big salmon with, like, a tinfoil tent. Just can't believe those people closest to us, or whatever, and Hank's just like, I don't know. Hasn't said he Once knows. Hank figures it out, and he does, like, when he figures it out, the the tug of war that happens between them and the mind games that started, I think, I thought were very interesting. It doesn't sound like you'll like the series at all, ever. It's just not for you, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. There I, think, a lot of... I think it's written really well, like, from a script standpoint, and kind of, like, all the foreshadowing they do, and a lot of other stuff. I think it's shot really weird, but I think the... Yeah. the, the I'm not into the, like... I'm gonna... He's, like, washing a bowl, and I'm gonna, like, camera under this, like, see-through bowl, so I get to see, like, yeah. his hand moving. Like, that's a little too hipster for me, but... Or like, here's a tire, and the tire's gonna be rolling down the desert, and we're gonna have this pan view where the tire eats the camera as you see his car drive by. Like, yeah, there's a lot of indie stuff. Yeah, that it's just like, 
I don't know. You won't like the ending, but they're I'm sure. they're clever. The ending is because the ending wasn't perfect, so he doesn't die. We'll uh, see. You'll see. Oh, if he's not dead by this shot, I'm just going <laughs> to go to Vince Gilligan's house and just beat him over with a fucking pipe. How dare you not kill him? So, all right, Addison, how about you? Uh, I finished out what is available of Vikings. How was which it? Is an awesome show. I'll be very curious. They the last episode ended with a weird thing happening. I'm very excited to see this, the next one. The Musta Kraken coming back alive? No. But I also have been watching a YouTube series called 18th Century Cooking, which is exactly what you'd expect. <laughs> it is a dude who wears 18th century clothes. He has a 18th century like mud hut that he works in. That has this giant ass like uh, earthen oven and all these like old cast iron and copper drinking horns and stuff. <laughs> and he just goes over like, here's how you would actually use all these gross parts of the pig that we don't use anymore. And like, oh, here's God. how you make suet. That you can use to make, like, soap or food. Interesting. <laughs> just very, very interesting. Learn how to make a lot of interesting breads. But that's all I pretty much did this week, aside from stupid shit at work. Did my State Farm interview. I haven't heard back from them yet. Yeah. But... Fingers crossed. Yeah, for real. Luis Tapos. Oh, let's see. I don't know where to... So, probably one of the biggest things, uh, I watched a documentary called Going Clear. On HBO, it came out last year, and it's about Scientology. It is, uh, it's like, part of this. yeah, it's an expose on Scientology. It talks about the, the roots of the religion, and then uh, it's the roots of science the fiction. Yeah, <laughs> the, well, the roots of this basically this insane cult. So uh, it talks about L. Ron Hubbard and who he was as a person and how he invented <laughs> Scientology, and it is just the most absolute batshit insane things. That you have ever heard out of any religion ever, and yet any it's any crazy half of Hollywood is a fucking Scientologist. And well, and that's, John Travolta and Tom Cruise are like, this going clear is like not a real representation of our church. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of that's because they don't know what the church what their church is. Really yeah, all they about. know like, is they, they go in, the they pay money, and their Thetan count gets lower, and that's all they care about. Well, yeah, they go in, and for Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise goes in and he reps for them, and they give him anything he wants ever. Like I will have seven girls and a million dollars. Yes, my liege. The whole my Lord Cruz. The whole story is just. Nuts. I will see and you they, on your own planet in space after Zenu comes. Yeah, Lord Zenu releases <laughs> Lord. us from this prison planet. Who will be coming back to Earth in a plane that was made in the seventies? <laughs> There's a DC tens uh, from space. <laughs> There's a um. Like so, the a lot of the story is told by people who are ex Scientologists, people who were like really into the religion for Finally twenty years, got out of it for and they left, and so they come and like they come and like tell their their true account of what happened, and it's just like it's fucking insanity. Like the like L. Ron Hubbard starts uh, he he was a captain in the navy first of all. If ever there was a man who should not have captained a ship, it was L. Ron <laughs> Hubbard because he spent most of his time. Uh, he he wasted all of his like all of his depth charts and torpedoes. I don't know if you actually pilot a ship as a captain. I think you have to be a commander for that. But. I I think you know. I think he was a captain. Like his, you, he was giving directions to this vessel and wasted most of his depth charges and torpedoes on under undersea magnetic rocks that he swore were Japanese submarines, and also claimed that he uh, that he boarded and 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 took over a, a Japanese submarine, which he most certainly did not. They ended up being dishonorably discharged for accidentally accidentally shelling a Mexican island. 
that he thought was full of Japanese people. I see people on the beaches kill them. So he gets dishonored discharged. Are all the aliens that Xenu destroys, do they look like Japanese people? So after <laughs> like some hate. Well, after like World War II, he kind of floats around, gets into spirituality, and then literally he like he writes this book called Dianetics. And that is like the precursor to Scientology. And he thought like he wrote it and he thought it would sell like a couple thousand copies. It sold like a hundred thousand copies and and went to the top of the New York bestsellers list and stayed there for six months. And just, like, stay there, up there. And people started, like, really getting super into Dianetics. But then, like, the he evaded his taxes because he didn't believe in paying taxes. And, of course. And wow. he, there was a... Um, and, like, the, the, the sales for Dianetics start dropping off. So he's like, oh, i got to figure out something else to do. And he said this to his wife, who writes about it in her diary. She says... Or he says... I really just need to get a religion so that the so that the government cannot take away my income so that I can just make money and keep it all for myself. I need to start a religion. So he starts. And yet you show that to any fucking Scientologist and they'll be like, "Bah, I don't believe you." Yeah, it's fake. (laughs) Even though it's real, we'll go one hundred percent. So he starts Scientology, and it just like the the crazy cult shit that they do, like. Like the so everyone who works and this still goes on today. Scientology is a tax exempt religion because they started a war well, on the IRS. A religion, period. Well, no, they were they were not considered an official religion until ni- until like 1984, okay. where when basically they owed a billion dollars in back taxes in 1980s money, and because Oliver Al- Hubbard had just never paid his taxes, but they were getting millions and millions of dollars in donations. So they started a war on the IRS, basically going and tracking every little thing that the IRS did. They like would go to a hotel where there was a convention being being held for IRS employees, and they ta- they like had people watching who was drinking what and tallied up the bar tabs, and then reali- and then basically did research and found out that the IRS was using taxpayer money because the IRS is a government entity and uses taxpayer money for everything for all of its employees to be drinking these expensive drinks, and then started this huge PR war on them. It works. And the fucking IRS, and because they, they sued the IRS, like they opened up 10, 10 or twenty lawsuits against the IRS, and the IRS basically, the head of the IRS gave in and gave them tax exempt status, forgave a billion dollars in back taxes, and then gave them tax exempt status, which means that all the people who were donating to Scientology as its members also got tax write offs through those donations. But everyone who works for Scientology gets paid thirty dollars a week, and works like eighty hours Except a week. Except for one guy, yeah, the Tom guy. Cruise. No. Um, <laughs> Whoever the, name? David the grand dick sucker monarch. Well, that's is. David Maskevich now. And the there's grand like Vizard or whatever. There's all these stories yeah, about the them. The grand like, dragon of the fucking The grand dragon of Scientology. <laughs> there's all these stories about them, like, about just like abuse that happened in the church and all well, that. Well, yeah, and it's, interesting it's parallels it's between L. Ron Hubbard and uh, Joseph Smith from Mormonism and Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't know. What about, how about Jesus? Law breaking uh, insane, insane person? Was, Who hates taxes? I guess he did hate taxes, yeah. <laughs> and he also broke laws. Jesus is Republican! By, by being different. <laughs> well, there's breaking laws by being different for the better of the people around you and your, or at least. Should, who is he to say that it's better? You don't know that. Well, wasn't his thing with being different was like, maybe we shouldn't shit all over people who are poor and treat them like dogs. Perhaps that is not And a good that thing. totally changed through the two millennia since his purported existence. Oh, wait. It didn't. Yeah. 
But Elrond Hubbard was like, we should just shit all over the poor people and all the rich people should give us money. Well, I'll at least stand strong on that parallel between him and Mormonism. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Well, it's some fucking charlatan who's like, the world's not letting me be the way that I want. The only way to do that is to illegally like start a religion that illegally gets subsidized by the government via tax breaks and then I can make all the money that I want exactly. never have to answer to anyone but myself yep. fuck that yep. fuck every religion that does that talking to you Mormons and talking to you Scientologists yeah well if you're Mormon you have to donate 10% of your income you are required by the church or you'll be excommunicated mm-hmm. to donate 10% of your yearly income to the church which is in my but normal Christianity does that as well it's just not like well, by threat of excommunication they're like it's suggested that you Donate at least 10% of your income because that will help the church run at a huge profit. Yeah. <laughs> I never under like I've never I will never that. give money to any religious institution. I will do nope. if I could do one thing in my life it would be to stop uh, religions from being tax exempt. Yeah. I feel like I that would be bullshit. the greatest accomplishment that anyone could ever do. I don't even understand why they are tax exempt. Because separation of church and state doesn't exist. Yeah. And because instead of the state actually just giving a church money. They're just like, no, you just don't have to pay as much. The normal stupid people don't see that as direct subsidization, but it is. Yeah. This is a way for the religious right to give you money without breaking any laws, air quotes. It's like, all right, whatever. I mean, I think just like any charitable organization, Ms. Tackles, But a religious is not a charitable organization at all. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it has false claims. I'm not that. saying it's right. Obviously, like you dislike them severely, so you don't think they're doing it. But the premise is that they are, from a governmental standpoint, the premise is a church provides charitable functions. They don't, you know, they're not paying for any stuff. You can go in and get their services for free. Yeah, I know. There's, and there's strings, get, okay, get okay. Religion smashing your face, beyond, which is illegal. Well, okay. Beyond all that crap, I'm just saying from a purely structural pr- procedure. Like, so in that case, a re- a church, not just a religion, but a church, hits all of those categories, right? Yeah. Of what constitutes a charitable organization. So by that fact, they can be classified as that, and they're because religion is a. Similar organizations spread amongst many entities. They just have classified it as its own form of charitable organization, which is a religion. Yeah, and then there's five hundred five hundred C's, which are just like generic charities, and then there's religion, which basically have the same governmental tax rates. Yeah, we should start the sac religion. Right, right. apparently, so we'll become, get rich and never have to pay our taxes should, illegitimately. We can tell people to become sac religious. <laughs> <laughs> So, Going Clear on HBO. Check it out. It's super, super good. Very interesting. Really fucked up. And just as, it's just another story of relig- insane religious bullshit that, like, that people do and that people get wrapped up in. And a lot of the stuff they do, like the silencing tactics that they have, they have an entire doctrine specifically that outlines how to attack people who are uh, criticizing the religion. To attack the religion, yeah. How to discredit them, how to do all these different things. So, um, other interesting Bury them under lawsuits for libel and slander and all this shit. Exactly. Research them, find out where they're weak. That's the other thing. So, like, part of being a Scientologist is you go in and you get these, what's called auditing. And auditing is supposed to remove the negative spirits and energy from your body. You hold these two tin cans hooked up to a box, and the the little needle will go back and forth, and they'll be like, I saw something! Like... (laughs) (laughs) Demons! There's demons! There's demons! But they, um... 
they what they do is those are supposed to be completely private, essentially therapy sessions. But the church, the church of Scientology, keeps files on every single member yeah. who goes through auditing, and then uses those files, the things that they reveal about, like the traumatic things that happened in their past, or the things that they feel bad about. They they use that against them if they try to speak out against the church mm-hmm. by by blackmailing them. It's fucked up. Totally and, legal because they're a church. Yeah, they get away they're with a church. They want. Yeah. So fuck that religion. It's it's membership is down to 50,000 people it's slowly dying but although it is worth 1.5 billion dollars well the Mormons have a ranch in Florida that's worth just the Mormons own like all of Utah and half of Arizona yeah so just another example of how religion sucks the other thing I've been doing is Grand Theft Auto 5 it released for PC this week it is fucking radical it is so good i've been playing i haven't even like i played this is not the new one this is the remake this is, of the, this is the pc right. version about a couple years yeah this ago. is the pc they got version. remade like twice right yes. well they remade it for the for uh they basically did like an, an upgrade like a next gen remake of it but okay, they delayed there, yeah. the pc version until this month and they added all they, they added a whole bunch of stuff like um like more activities for you to do more there's like wildlife and stuff like that there's like more stuff to do in the ocean and whatnot but the biggest thing is gta online where they've added heists and um, heists you play in single player in gta 5 but on the online mode you can actually play them with your friends it's really fun it's all i played since i like i got the game yesterday and i i did the prologue because you have to and i've just been playing gta online, online with my friends and it's so much fun it's so awesome you can have like these massive like 20 like 32 people i think on a server and you you have like a pers- you have a well you have like a persistent world like the you have the entire los santos map oh, to play on and it's a persistent world so you can you start out like not having anything but you can like mark a car and then you can own it like you can basically take it get insurance on it be able to own it and then you earn money through doing missions and and uh, heists and things like that and eventually you can buy an apartment and so, like, my friend has an apartment, and I was like, I wonder if I can go out. Like, we went to his garage, and I was chilling in his car garage that he has with all his cars, and I was like, I wonder if I can go to his apartment. And I was able to go up to his sick-ass apartment that he has, and he and I were in there, and I was fucking... Were you just ripping off the bong? Ripping off shit. his bong, yeah. and then looking out without his telescope that he had, that you <laughs> yeah. could, like, look outside and stuff, and then we're drinking, like, a shitload of whiskey, and then watching really ridiculous TV shows on TV. It seems like it seems a little pedestrian, but at the same time, it's like it's like violent Sims. That's all. I was gonna say is that is that weird? Like, if you were to just cut out the beginning, like thirty seconds of that thing you were just talking about, oh, I went to my friend's new apartment and I just was fun when I looked at a telescope. It's like, oh, but I did a video game. That that to yeah. me just is is the one thing that doesn't entice me. I've just never been into those like faux reality games because I'm just sitting here like. Or I just go to Addison's life. place and yeah. play Smash Bros. Well, see, that's and the, yeah, that's the thing with like the full reality has like I, it entertains me for like five minutes. But I've always thought it was really interesting, like how like representing real life in a video game sphere as much as you can. Granted, it's Grand Theft Auto, so there's a lot of things that are not realistic. But this the you idea don't have that hookers walking down your street no, on different telling places. me they like my ride. Nope. But it's the I, the never, idea never, never, never. that I just the the idea of like being able to go into my friend's apartment and like it's his own custom apartment that he has and just like hang out with him there and then we can go and drive around the city together and do heist together and whatnot i don't it's it's just fun 
And the heist... I, I know that you apparently don't like it at all, Addison, but I think that we should all play it. Bro, so I just do don't heists. like GTA Five. What are the, the what are the heists fun, even? But I don't want to deal with the shitty control scheme and everything. What, what are, are the what are the objective based like? Oh, steal this. Well, so they're like multi tiered missions. Essentially, it's like, like a five quest super quest yeah. thing where it's like where you, you do the setup part and then you steal the plane with the coconut and then you fly the plane away and you have to survive. While flying to land somewhere, someone like is there like computers actively again like calls? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're yeah, so you're flying shot out all the time. Yeah, you're like fighting. You're playing against the Pete, like the the world essentially. Like you know, if you're you're doing something illegal, so the cops will come after you. But yeah. you basically you plan out this heist. You have to do missions to plan it, and then the um, and like one like one of the ones we did, we had to basically do like scouting on this bank and like hack into its systems which the hacking is so dumb it's like guide this line make this circuit maze. complete yeah and obviously you're hacking but the funny part was that when you're hacking it shows memory leaks on the side that are like actual like it's like memory leak at, <laughs> at dumps. The, yeah it, well it shows like it shows like oh there's an error at this memory location it shows the hexagraphical or the, hex, the hexadecimal representation of the memory location <laughs> so i thought that was kind of funny but because I'm playing with, like, people who are in my computer science classes, so we're all, like, doing the hacking, and we're like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck is this? But one of the ones we did, we went, we robbed the bank, and you have, like, one guy who's, like, who's holding, like, holding the hostages and keeping them, like, you know, keeping them all in one place, and then I'm, I'm in there with a the drill, and I'm, like, drilling into the safety deposit box, and then we get in a car and drive away, and there's a dude who's our, who's our like, uh, escape driver, he's our getaway driver, and he's flying a helicopter with a magnet on it, and he just <laughs> picks up our car, and we fly away into the distance. So, it's fun. I think I think we should be, play it sometime because I think it'd be super enjoyable. But those are the two main things for me this week. It was I watched Going Clear, and I've also been watching more Dev- Daredevil. I'm on like episode four. I'm taking it slow at that show. It's getting better though, getting much better. So that's that shit. So not much to talk about. It's like a light political week, but uh, in in the beginning of the presidential race hillary clinton went to chipotle and didn't pay a and tip did that not tip. bitch yeah so she she basically went and bought burritos for a whole bunch of well, people she was, as she was part of her campaign she was in iowa and she did this whole thing where she was at i think it might have been at the chipotle or she was at some kind of store and you could like walk up to her and just like talk to her like this was a whole thing in iowa because <laughs> well, like, she's eating a burrito because well, iowa is like the classic first state right well it's that the everyone caucus state yeah. or whatever yeah. so it's Clark like state. i'm in iowa and then i guess like she and like another advisor or her like advice campaign advisor like got chipotle and it was like night you know like 19 like dollars and 11 cents and she paid with the 20 and she didn't put the remaining change into the tip jar you know, she she took back her change. How oh darn! And dare she not pay a tip at a place that no one? Pays and I don't know. Yet. I don't know if it was the employee or the like. The public is someone like spying on her. But it, so I just saw it on on Twitter, which linked me to like a Wall Street Journal article. But basically, it's there's that a whole important. whole. Well, I guess because Rush Limbaugh got wind of this, of course. And so <laughs> and he was like, Hillary Clinton, exactly. children. Well, he's like Hillary Clinton. This is how what Hillary Clinton doesn't I understand don't touch with the working man. Exactly, doesn't understand the working man. They're all like, out of touch with the working yes, man. They don't know. They don't know what uh, it's like there, to fucking cook have, steak for Chipotle. They there have been complaints in the party that Hillary is actually a little bit more out of touch with the working man than a normal. But they they, they quoted it. But they quoted like the they got some quote from the worker and like oh yeah like normally people like they'll leave us some tips. No, and they, stuff won't. And no, no they, they won't. No they won't. Fucking liar. <laughs> liar. <laughs> liar. <laughs> 
No uh, one tips at, tips at fucking Chipotle. They make like $9 an hour just, for being It's just that there. shit that just is like, oh, it's like, do we not have enough normal news that this has to be a big deal? Is and why any- was she paying in cash? The bitch should have used the card and then there would have been no problem. Yeah. Oh, well, no, but oh. then they would have had her receipt where she put not applicable on the tip or put zero or something. I was going to say, you put, you put NA on your checks? I do. Because sometimes if I put zeros, they look like nines and it confuses me. I just put a dash through it. Uh, a dash works too, yeah. All about that efficiency, yo. Yeah, that's true. One strike. God, that's just. But yeah, that's that's so that's the first slander against Hillary Clinton. Well, I read I read an article in the New York Times. They're saying like this could be the most dreary and most like prolonged like presidential campaign season like in a mm-hmm. long time and they're, they're the already, they were already one. showing like voter fatigue they're like the election hasn't even like the announcement hasn't even begun on like ready to start you know presidential campaigning and everyone's starting to get fatigued already because like you already know Hillary's in the race so like the freaking obviously the attacks yeah. are starting early yeah. so I don't just, know why she I mean she, a year and a half out is like well Marco Rubio and like all those other people have Ben Carson's asked. announcing in May Paul Cru- uh, Ted Cruz they've all well, they've they're, all announced they have too. to fight each other well she still has but she still has to this is around the time you announce is yeah I guess around now so I wonder if Jim Webb will make a surprise comeback and take the primary somehow I know he just had, due to voter I thought fatigue. he had like a committee set set up to investigate running for president but I don't, I don't think he it would be stupid for him to run against Hillary yeah which is unfortunate because how old is he uh, 50, right? He's we young. said that last time. He's, like, say, he's, he's got, pretty young. He's got time to... I don't think he's... I don't know if he's in 50. Like, he could be 45. You know? Well, so what happens? Yeah. When Hillary loses and a Republican is president, he can be the shining hope That's of society. That's what I'm hoping for. No, Hillary wins, sh- no. and then we get Jim Webb after after four years of Hillary. Maybe eight years, if she, if she seems promising. I really hope Hillary doesn't win. Really? Yes. Why? Just a one or two. Why not? I don't want some hyper old ass baby boomer democrat like trying to dictate policy for the nation for another eight years so you'd rather have a hyper old we, hyper who knows who's coming out of the republican primary it doesn't matter it's gonna be a, an old ass baby boomer marco rubio is really young none of the marco people rubio who are running out. on the republican ticket right now are over like 55 yeah Rand paul they're all like young under 50 <laughs> yeah Rep Paul, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz. They're all around They're yeah. all young. McCain ben is Carson old. isn't. Is McCain actually announced? No, he's not. But I'm saying, yeah. the only person I can even think of that's that old. Well, Ben Carson's going to announce in May. And he's the one you really don't want. Who the fuck is Ben morning. Carson? He's this, like, the first black Republican president. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny he's he's like, like a physician, a retired neurosurgeon. It's just like, I'm going to go into politics. He's hyper-religious right He's not even good on the Second Amendment for being a conservative. Like it's just it's just funny because they like so like Marco Rubio. There's a whole thing on like Marco Rubio. Oh, because he you know he's basically straight up Hispanic, governor of Florida, senator of Florida, and Cuba. he's like Marco Rubio is the Republican shining hope to like you know unite the unite all the yeah. Because they need the they need the Hispanic vote, and they then do. and then they're just shit like bah, immigration, <laughs> like deport them all out of here. But Marco Rubio will will. You know, all those fears will go away. Well, that's the thing, is if there's going to be someone who actually gets the Hispanic vote back for the Republicans, it'd probably be him, as long as he moderates. Jeb Bush is half Hispanic. So they say. Uh, well, no. well, his, his, wife, the, his wife is his, That doesn't make him Hispanic. No, yeah. he is dating, uh, he's married to a Hispanic person. It means he just doesn't hate Hispanics, or oh, at least Hispanic oh, women. Yeah, no, I was thinking of his son, sorry. His son, no, his son Jeb Jr., who is also like <laughs> Jeb Junior the yeah. second? He's also in politics too. 
He's That's unsurprising. Some kind of, of like dynasties. What do you? He's some kind of like that? minor aide in the Florida like governmental system. Um, let's see. So, speaking of Florida and its nearby neighbors, uh, the White House has decided to remove Cuba from the terrorism sponsor list, which they had been talking about for a while. People were pretty sure they were going to do. Um, I that mean, was that's purely a diplomatic overture. Yeah, I have no issues with it. Ever since it's um, I kind I always will because I wouldn't be surprised if Cuba was providing material aid to like FARC or any of those motherfuckers in South America who are mm-hmm. doing terrorist shit, but. Who cares about South America? I don't. It's not close enough. To <laughs> I, think, America, I think the I think the biggest thing is like, yeah, why not? You know, don't just have to have good relations with Cuba, but it no, is probably should since they're in they're they're close. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. It's like, well, I'm just saying, you don't just have to be like best buds with them, but like if you're just you even on exactly friends. if you're on just like neutral terms with them, where they're not like they literally are the. If I were to be like, I hate America, let's find the best place to, to like, wreck them. It would be go to Cuba and shoot them from Cuba. Because that's within yeah, range. Just shoot into Florida with a normal gun. That's literally close yeah. enough to have all that happen. Because, you know, a nuke launches from China, there's still a lot of time to shoot it down. Nuke launches from freaking Cuba, and you're like, Florida's well, gone. Florida's gone. Yeah. Florida's got a channel right across the Cuba will be obliterated, but at least you will have destroyed Florida, so... That's yeah. It's fucking scary. And Disney you World, read, that would and the world would be a lot less of a better place. Read uh, Fidel they Castro's say Disneyland's better. memoirs. No, from, they don't. From the they Cuban do. No, that's crisis. completely why everyone I sorry, Addison, but everyone I talk to always always says Disney World is. Oh, uh, everyone I've talked to always said Disneyland's better. People you who have like to work travel that far east to do something stupid like. Disneyland but that's the point, though. Obviously, the traveling <laughs> the traveling aside, like I'm sure, like oh, it's Disneyland's better because it's close. But Disney World is like the OG. I'd rather Disneyland just burn was Disney World. what was built before Disney World. I think was it was actually, but I'm just saying in terms of. Because I mean, that wall, you then you would expect the second one to be better. But his claim was that Disney World the OG and therefore better than <laughs> Disneyland. I think it was, it was Disneyland was made first, but I think the actual like which one became famous first was World. No, because Disney was already a huge company when Disneyland was built. Well, anyways, so, anyways, back to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, well, let's move on to the next. Uh, well, thing. what were you? What were you going to say? I was just going to say, if, if you read Fidel Castro's memoirs from when the Cuban Missile Crisis happened, he straight up said, "Like, if we got a nuke from Russia, I would use it on the United States right away." He said that. I don't think there should ever be normalized relationships with Cuba again. I think we should bay of pigs and do it right this time. <laughs> well, he's he's probably dead at this no, point. No, he's still alive. He's just not in power as much anymore. Yeah, which and is mummified his, his, uh, his brother. Yeah, Raul. Raul. I like that name. I think it's Raul Castro anyways. Yeah. And spawn, uh, protests heat up over the fight over the national movement to raise the, min- the national minimum wage to $15 per hour, which is now becoming known as the fight for 15 Don't Addison, you it. are staunchly opposed to this. Let's not do that. Why? Because it, does, it won't change anything except for in the very short term. Everything else has to normalize to that change in the, the minimum expected like purchasing power for a no-skill worker, right? Like... If you if your job working at a McDonald's is worth fifteen dollars an hour, that's half of my sal- my salary that I get. That's no mm-hmm. fair. I spent four years in college and thirty thousand dollars getting the skills that I have, and now your job is worth twice what it was before. I need to see a corresponding increase in the price but of my value. Technic- well, yeah. So you went to school for four years, and now you have a job worth twice what the average worker's job would be worth. That seems pretty fair. No, twice is nothing. <laughs> 
It's not enough. Uh, it's, it's not value enough. It's gonna that that value difference is gonna maintain. It's not relativity. a time spent thing. It's a skill. I guess how much harder is programming versus flipping than burger? burger? Very much harder. No, more, than, fact, more than two times harder. In fact, the people who do programming create things to flip burgers. <laughs> That's you can't, true. Whereas you don't see the burger chef like flipping a circuit board or anything. Wait, like, so where where is this? Everywhere, well, yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Really, Florida, Florida. It's it's been heated. well because these are on a state. It's a state by state basis. Yeah. Right? Well, there's been pro, the most recent protests were in Florida, but it's a national thing now. It, Everyone. I just economically, to. it makes no sense. It just doesn't. Why not? Isn't the minimum wage in like? Isn't the minimum wage in in Europe like? Twenty dollars an hour, but that, but, like but, that. but but you're but, but they're socialist con- states. <laughs> no, so I'm saying their country is designed to have that happen, right? Our country is not designed to have that happen. So if we change the way our country operates, we can the the Sure, we can do you that. Raise the ceiling too. It just everything percolates up, anyways. So because just literally, if they raise the minimum wage by that much, a companies are going to shut down, or b they're going to pass that charges onto the constituents, and essentially it's the net gain is zero. But the side effects are that certain, you know businesses will be shutting down so you'll have yeah a, a perceived net negative effect for no gain whatsoever well mcdonald's has to pay have a couple more dollars Mc, to rub yeah together mcdonald's they instead of paying seven dollars yeah instead of paying eight dollars they're paying fifteen dollars so that's a seven dollar increase right that is literally on the expense side like if your your company mcdonald makes a hundred million dollars a year they're going to win that but like I would say, payroll's probably like thirty million of that. Most of their costs yeah, is double people, that, right? Now. <laughs> so if you double that, and they're that's like McDonald's probably makes. So if they made hundred million dollars in in revenue and in income, which is after all your expenses, they probably make like thirty million. So literally, that increase in wages is just just destroys just removes all of their profits. Yeah. So what they're gonna do is they're not gonna. Do that. You'll have so less they're, people working. They'll, they'll cut jobs, or they'll push, open. or they'll or they'll shut down franchises, or they'll push that. You'll just see, and you've already seen yeah, it. The dollar menu will go away. Well, not even that. Maybe, maybe you'll have a seven dollar Big Mac. That's it's already close to that. Have you, I went to well, Big Mac's I went to right like now, Burger King the other day. Well, Burger King's always been Burger, Burger King's or Wendy. Been I don't know, but I've because it's not like you can't you can't shit, get a meal unless you do dollar dollar meal stuff, dollar menu stuff. It's a good, like, $8 to eat at a fast food restaurant if you want, like, a drink and fries and stuff. Yeah. It's expensive now. Unless you eat at McDonald's, which still only charges a dollar for everything. I'm saying that's dollar value, but, like, I don't... I go to McDonald's I never... <laughs> even when they have a dollar menu, I never eat... I never order off that. So, like, if I order the Big Mac, which I like getting, that's $5 for the Big Mac, that's $1 for the fries, and that's $1 for the drink. About so that's... A, and then once you add the tax, that's, like... That's literally, like, 8 bucks for a Big Mac. And that's pretty... That's getting, like, everywhere. Yeah, we paid 8 grand for a Big Mac. So they're already, they're, already, they're already passing that off. So you're just gonna see prices just get jacked. So it's like, oh, yeah, I make more money. Yay. But, oh, all my food is increased. All my food costs. Yeah, I go oh, to all the my, all my section. Oh, all my grocery store costs have increased. Oh, like... Anything that uses low-level labor is going to jack the price it's up. It's almost like by making more money, I'm spending more money on the same things. It's like I didn't make any more money than I normally did. Because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, then you'll see things like insurance costs will increase. Mm-hmm. So all the people who are making minimum wage are going to be affected in that regard. So you're going to have to pay more insurance for stuff like that. You know, you're going to see demand decreases. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of economics that go into it. And long story short, I don't think it's that effective. Now, if you start phased, gradual yeah. increases, that I mean, I, <laughs> sounds stupid no, 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 to have the, a cost of living adjustment for a minimum wage job. The, the, <laughs> the best way to attack making people less poor is instead of increasing their wages, it's decreasing their expenses, right? 
So instead make that seven dollars an hour actually work more. Exactly. For you. So instead of having it like, oh, you're making ten dollars more, but once I do this rate, you're still going to owe ten dollars more on everything you do. Just have them keep investing money and just decrease their expenses on some level, right? How do you force them to do, decrease their expenses? Company though? efficiency and competition. Do you just force companies governmentally? To one way. So that's socialism. One, one, one right? way. No. One way is taxes. Giving more people tax breaks, give more money back. That's decreasing your cost, right? Mm-hmm. Another way is yeah, like. Basically, doing implementing breaks for certain so certain people get certain benefits if you are below a certain income bracket, which they do already. But they could, uh, right, you they just could get a cancellation bracket. of the the negative of having to pay taxes for being underneath the poverty line. It's not well. You also get tax credits and stuff like that too. Like if you're at a certain level, if you have kids, you get you know three thousand dollars per child. But that's not poor like people. That. That's just everyone. That's, that's just everyone in that. general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the government could do more to help them out, and I'm not against the socialist thing. Like, I don't think. That's well, that's what I'm saying. Thing, like, you, if you do more socialist things, you can raise the minimum wage. But if right now we're still mostly capitalistic, so if you increase the minimum wage, it's just gonna wreck like ever. The, dude, this, the one that passes this on multiple states, like you're gonna see the stocks like tank because yeah. everyone's expenses are gonna increase, and you're gonna lay off workers, and everyone's like, oh, our employment's yeah. Like, McDonald's is already in a bad state right now. If they well, <laughs> if McDonald's gets wrecked right now, well, if McDonald's went away, that wouldn't be the end of the world. Like, McDonald's well, but is one but of those they're also as much as we enjoyed eating there when we were younger. If if I never had McDonald's to worry about sucking my children into their bullshit when I'm well, like, it's not future, about that. It's the fact that McDonald's is like a multi billion dollar a multi billion dollar like barometer for an entire yeah. industry. That that has way bigger net effects. I'm like, well, at least there'll be less fat Mexican kids having two one dollar lime sodas a piece. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. I I want McDonald's to be here. I like eating McDonald's. I can't eat. McDonald's I don't eat the dollar menu anymore. shit. I get get get, get that the primo, quarter quarter pounder, the primo, <laughs> the primo McDonald's. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you guys think would be a reasonable increase for the minimum wage? Where, where does is reasonable for your state because that's where the change is actually going to happen. So what is, so where it's, because right now I work in a minimum wage job, which I'll be working full time over the summer. And at 40 hours a week, I will make $1,200 a month, which will be barely enough to pay my rent and pay for groceries. And that's it. So what, and that's with sharing, like having essentially a roommate who pays half of the bills. So what is reasonable? $10 an hour, $11 an hour. How much should a person make that is reasonable for them to be? I don't know why. Being able to have a roof over your head and food and water is not what a, good enough. Well, you like, I shouldn't we offer our citizens more than that? If shouldn't they people, work more for it, yes, that's well, why you get two I jobs. Mean, forty <laughs> hours a week is a lot. I'd like to see you work at Target for forty hours a week. Like, I don't you, have to because you, I put the time in to go to school. But if you did, you would be miserable and be very unhappy with what. I'm you're not saying that that's not true. It doesn't matter though for me. Right, I put the time in. I had certain advantages in life, and now I don't have to worry about that. But the whole point isn't that you were 40 hours a week, but that's why you're going to school and getting your degree, so that you don't have to do that. That's the whole point. So what about people who don't have the same kind of opportunities that I do? People who can't get the same kind of loans? People who have children who don't have the time to go to school and improve their lives? Are they fucked? Like, is it just like, is it just like you just have to kind of accept that there's a certain lower percentage of people? Depends on how you want to run it. If we're going to be... "Quote unquote capitalistic like that, then yeah, that is is a tier like that. If we want to be socialistic, where everyone then we, we can do that too. I don't have any discernible like one's better than the other, but yeah. like either way, there's always losers in society. It kind of sucks to say that, but there are people that are unfortunate. But that's what you know. That's the Mexican immigrant that comes in has to work a janitor job, but that's why their kid can go to school, and then their kid will get the education so they don't have to work that job. 
you know like someone has to do it right and the thing is, is ideally the people that would be do it won't like it's it's a shame like a 90 like a 60 year old man is coming to retirement to work at Target full time because he needs the money you know mm-hmm. but I think ideally we'd be staffing these jobs with people who wouldn't consider this permanent employment right so well there's people who don't but many people do you that's know. what I'm saying ideally we wouldn't but I mean our there is always time to go back to school and there's always a chance there's even even going to like a vocational school those things aren't that expensive mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. I guess even I don't know it, it just it's obviously there's tough and there's there's some people that are stuck in poverty we've talked about it's really hard to get out of that but yeah. that's less about like minimum wage being the problem more just it being like you know just the way society is treats poor people is a problem not I don't think the minimum wage has anything to do with that yeah well we've talked before about how and I've said that like at the end of the day it's up to you as an individual to improve your station in life well and you gotta yeah. consider just what it, it is and some man though it is, isn't it? It is what you do that should be comp. You know, like it is. As, at the end of the day, it's economic forces. It's supply compensated for the work you're doing. It's supply. Well, it's supply and demand, right? If you're going to stop supply and demand, then you will be socialist. And that's that's what people like in France. You can't work more than four days a week. Yeah, there's literally more supply than there's demand. But here we are doing so. Your station dictates that you get paid seven dollars an hour because we know that someone will be willing to pay work for that job for six dollars an hour. You know, hmm. if maybe they're wager, like they're wagered too low, that's why people unionize and they strike. Show the companies that you know you it it is not reasonable to charge us this low because the the will cut your supply. I don't know. There's it's like that's a whole big macroeconomic discussion. Well, collective here. labor doesn't have power anymore. It's not like the old days. For it doesn't you. some area? I just mean but well, I, in, in any union that survived like the last fifty years has reasonable amount of power, but you won't see like the. The food, fast well, the, food well, the workers, problem, retailer yeah. union. The problem with unions with the end is that there's always scrubs coming in, right? Yeah. If they had no scrubs, you didn't have a lot of power. So, but it's that's exactly what the companies are saying. Well, fine, unionize, gosh, strike. We will. Your job is so low labor, and we can make a monkey scabs. A monkey. Like the word you're looking for. Is like, scrubs. Yeah. Oh, I meant scabs. Yeah. Your job is so minute. Like the task is so it's menial. No skill. Like we can get, get a sixteen year old off the street and do it for you. So it's like at some point, it's like. It's a supply and demand. So the companies are looking at it from that point. There's a, we will, do we want to help all these people? Because living off of $24,000 a year is tough, right? But what do you mean? Less than that. It's fourteen four if you're getting $1,200 a month. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's always a tricky situation. I'm, I'm in favor of a raise. I don't think $15 an hour. I think well, even 10, ten would be too high. I think ten would be reasonable. I think that with the, the increased cost of living, businesses that's just... around here <laughs> would have to pay people ten dollars an hour. Couldn't do it. You you would lose one person to give everyone else ten dollars an hour jobs. That's hardly yeah. fair. Well, you'll lose people when you raise the minimum wage a dollar. Like you know, it's just as how it is. Like that's un- that's an unfortunate side effect of it, but. I would be in favor of you lose one or two people and everyone gets paid more and those two people can find a job elsewhere. Can they, though? Because they everyone's be getting laid to. off from everywhere. Well, there's always jobs. So. Not if costs are too high. Yeah. yeah. Not well, that, I don't think $10 an hour would bring costs to too high. 15 I, I, Go run a restaurant. <laughs> I audited restaurants, you know, and they're, that's honestly, like, the, the, the biggest problem with them is their cost of operations and it's just, it's just crushing some of these companies I'm auditing. Yeah. So, and they were telling, like, they shut down 
six stores in California because the minimum wage in California got raised by one and a half dollars. Six for stores. Yeah, for. He know. can't say. Not, he can't say. I, and, and it's not. It's not PF Chang's, but there's other companies. But like, they've yeah, they shut down virtually well, because California minimum wage is already. It's not like it's not like that one dollar just affected those stores. It's just more like an aggregate, right? All the wage increases across the board have just made too much cost. They're cutting stores, and they look at California and they go, "Well, these are the stores with the highest expenses. So all of the stores we are going to cut, we will cut California because the minimum wage is that high." Does that make yeah. sense? Because to operate in California is 20% more costly than it is to operate in Arizona. So we will... Our company's not doing well. What are we going to do? We're going to cut stores. Where are we going to cut it from? Where are we going to cut it from California? You know? Yeah. So that's what happens. Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. It's a tricky thing. And at the end of the day, it's, it is it is up to the individual person to improve their station in life. How very Republican of you. I never, it is. never said I've bled 100% blue. <laughs> there's 2% red. There's a couple, I mean, there are certain things that I think, yeah, like, I believe in individual, like, improvement. That's why I'm going to school, right? That's why I, I study 12 hours a day and I work my ass off because I want that individual improvement. I don't think that anything in life is, is just handed to you. I think that there are certain people who, who are will? I think if you're willing to work, if you're willing to work at all, I think you should make a living wage where you don't have to, where you have enough money to be like, to you know maybe invest in something to grow that money in some other uh, way, or even enough, pay for your children's education. If that's the what number you one do. reason that poverty continues as a cycle is because poor people can't make investments, or I, I won't say can't, don't. Yeah, people are that poor people are poor less, with money. Well, and they're also they less likely to make, you know. I mean, I guess it's the same thing. Just good decision making about your finances. But yeah. you know, even if you only put in like ten dollars a check into <laughs> a mutual fund or something like that, adds up over your life. And then maybe you can die early and grant all that money to your kids, and they can start off from a better position or something. You know, yeah. like. But people don't think about it that way. It's like, oh, I gotta buy more stuff that I need and pay for a bunch of services that I shouldn't have just to artificially inflate my quality of life like yeah. no I mean if you're if you're scraping for cash don't have a TV don't have the internet or what you know like if you can afford if you can't afford barely to to have a house a roof over your head and some food and water then why are you paying for a Hulu subscription you know yeah exactly <laughs> alright pause for a sec alright before we move on to the geek news Ken has to leave us unfortunately but he will be back next week um, but Addison and I will continue going strong. So, Ken, it's been real. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you all. No. You're in uh, good hands. Yeah. With Allstate. I guess so. I call, in, my, in my head, the like, sign-off's going off, and then I'm going to say <laughs> I was in yours like a minute. Just do the sign-off, and I'll tag it to the end. So just say, <laughs> I'm Ken, and I will tag it on to the end of the podcast. And I'm Ken. There we go. Perfect. That's it. All right, dude. We'll see you later. All right, fuck that guy. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I was going to say that, too. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We'll miss you, Ken. Super bad. Um, All right, moving on. The podcast continues even as we drop one by one. (laughs) On to geek news. There's a lot of geek news this week. Uh, First one, Comic Cave Studios announces a massive four-foot-tall Hulkbuster figure uh, from Avengers Age of Ultron. How expensive is it? I, we don't Too know. Expensive Two billion dollars expensive. No, I'm sure. it's, it's gonna be like two hundred fifty bucks or it's something. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be taller than this table. Yeah. Well, four four foot 
It's yeah. like here. And it has a button that you like press and it, the suit folds back and Iron Man is sitting in the suit. Oh my Christ. It looks fucking awesome. Back, you know, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, no. Make, well, they, you know, they still make statues, but the market for statues is very small. Well, and for like action figures and all that. Like, Well, I mean, maybe just because we're not kids anymore, but I feel like, like anytime I go to buy something for my nephew, who's actually turning two on Friday. Oh, nice. Like, it's not... I want an action figure or Legos or anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I haven't... I don't even remember owning many action figures when I was a kid. I had a lot of Digimon action figures that were super awesome. And I, I Transformers. Had, I had Gundam models that I played with. Yeah. Right? Like, i put them together and I'd be like, yeah! Power Rangers action figures. I had all the Power Rangers, uh, the Zords, the Zoids. No, the Power Rangers, what are, what are Zords, the, the Zords. Zords. I had the Zords. I, I had would, some Zoids... Toys. I think I had a Zoids again, toy. Just models that I've yeah. like, made into toys. I had Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. <laughs> I vaguely remember Beetleborgs. I had one of their because they their thing. You know, like most of those stupid Sentai <laughs> like Power Rangersy things. They had a transformation like talisman that they had. Yeah, that you would like. I got the toy version of the guy who was Hercules Beetle because. West side, <laughs> but it had a button and like the wings would pop open and it had lights that came up and I was like Beetleborgs. <laughs> I had um, a Power Rangers Transformer thing from like Power Rangers Zio or something, and it was literally something you put on your wrist. You press the button, it pops open. You could like press like beep, boop boop boop, and then you would transform. You know what is the most ridiculous? Like very, like the most ridiculous toy I ever knew anyone had was. Someone who owned the actual Yu-Gi-Oh arm. Oh deck my god! Yeah. yeah, I was so jealous of that fucking kid. <laughs> so I was like, "You motherfucker! You can play without a table. That's not fair." Yeah, that's like, true. You activated my trap card. <laughs> like, you activated my trap card. A costly mistake. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, those are the best. I had all the, yeah, I had all the the Zords, and I would so they could transform together. I had a lot of transforming toys because that was my my fucking. Job. Well, yeah, I, I actually remember when I was really really young. I had some Beast Wars figures. Yeah. But I always had the stupid guys. Like, I had the ant guy. Yeah, who, the jumbo ant. Yes, and I remember... It's such a weird memory to have. I remember, like... Because when I was in uh, first and second grade, I was moving around a lot. So yeah. I would, like, be at an elementary school for five months. And then I would move again and be in a different fucking school. There's one of the schools that was called, like, Peter J. Shields Elementary in California... And it was totally awesome because the school was built on top of a hill, but their, the land of the school was like this really big lot. So when you went out to play, there was just a hill that went down and then this huge field and giant ass sandbox and stuff. I remember like one time I rolled down the hill and it activated the ant guy's like launcher thing that he had and I hit another kid in the eye. <laughs> and then we were playing in the sandbox and like a hornets had made a nest in there. <laughs> and so we were digging... And I opened, like, a hole right into the fucking horse nest. I was like, no! So I just, like, threw the ant guy down and ran away. I never found him. <laughs> you threw him in. Well, I was just like, oh! I was trying to plug the hole up. I, I don't know why I didn't just use the fucking sand. And the ant soldier was lost forever. Well, I just, the I, Beast Wars ant soldier yeah, is I don't gone. Know if he got buried or some other kid stole him or something, but I was just like, fuck. He sacrificed his life. He's like, I'll save you, master! I'll save you, master! I had the Falcon, the female Transformer, oh, one of yeah. the few female Transformers who, was, who turned into a Falcon. 
I remember there was the dude who turned like who who was uh, Optimus's sidekick who turned into a rhinoceros. But like I remember in Beast Wars, the way that they would transform is that the guy would turn from rhino, and then his mouth would open up and just meld into his chest. Like <laughs> I always wanted um, Megatron from Beast Wars when he was the T Rex. Yeah, because I was just like dinosaurs are the best. And Megatron is the, is the best. <laughs> Put these two things together. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hearthstone released on Android and iOS. Totally. For that game. But very, very quiet launch. Like, I didn't, there was not a lot of hype leading up to it. Just one day, there was a thing that was like, by the way, you can now play Hearthstone well, on I'm iOS sure, and Android. I'm sure if peop, the people who actually followed it were waiting with yeah. slivering jaws and stuff. But <laughs> Yeah. A lot <laughs> like, of people, they've already, a lot of people had like jailbroken their phones so they could just play it on there. I saw kids playing, those, the kids that play video games and watch movies in my class, in my 240 class, instead of paying attention, were playing Hearthstone on their phones. Yep. So, it's pretty cool. I haven't tried it out yet. It's it's going to be an, an interesting progression because the screens are smaller. It works I feel like with... you could do it on the tablet, but on absolutely. the phone it seems like you would just be like... You could do it fuck. on the, anything on the, any of the, the Galaxies or the, the, um, the iPhone 6. Or well, but those are... Doing it on an iPhone now. 5 would not be... Yeah, like I can't imagine trying to play it on this right. Like, <laughs> like, oh man... Shit. I need a stylus. Mm. Blackberry. <laughs> Scroll reel. <Yeah. laughs> um, but that's pretty cool that that finally... A lot of people were asking for that for a very long time. Well, because um, that's a game that almost should have been out on mobile first. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it, When you have a game that's very low, like, physical interaction required, where you're not, like, trying to time moves for a fighting game or something, yeah. then you, that makes sense to have on a, on a mobile platform. I almost feel like it having it come out on PC first was better, though, because it developed the competitive side a lot. If it had come out on phones first... Well, well I guess what I'm saying is that all three of those platforms should have been supported day one. That's true. The fact that they took this long for Android and iOS, and I'll, I mean, I'm, I'll never play the game because I don't like Blizzard. I'll never play the game because I don't want to play it because it looks like a good game. But if, if if there was a game that was that would be full featured and done well on a mobile platform, it would be something like Hearthstone, you know, yeah. <laughs> or like any Magic uh, card game game could yeah. easily be done on a tablet because you're not trying to like. You don't have to make time-based decisions. It's you have your turn, and you're just like, okay, boop, 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 did it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, BlizzCon tickets, speaking of Blizzard, go on sale, sell out immediately in like four minutes at $200 a ticket. Way too expensive. Go to BlizzCon once? I did go to BlizzCon once. $200 is way too much for that convention. Holy shit. Like, I went to, I went to BlizzCon in 2011. Yeah, I went to BlizzCon 2011. It was a great experience, but I got to go for free because my cousin had an extra ticket. And $200 is way too much, especially given that, like, given that you have a thing like PAX, which features features demos and presentations from From the entire gaming gaming industry industry for $70 for four days. It's two days longer because BlizzCon only goes for, like, two days. It's two well, days they're long. trying to fit it over probably a Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday thing where it's yeah. fully weekend, no taking off Monday required to fly yeah. back or anything like that. But, but BlizzCon only goes, I think, for maybe it's three days. But PAX is longer. It is more diverse. It has it has a lot more content in general. With Blizzard, you go and you get to see 
The so you get three games though. Yeah, you get exactly. WoW, you get uh, Diablo. Diablo, and you get Hearthstone, and that's it. Hearthstone, Starcraft. Wow, and Starcraft. What, now, what is Starcraft even doing now? Is the third expansion out yet? The third expansion is coming out this year. Finally, yeah, and it's going to completely revamp the game. It's a total overhaul. You start with twelve workers now instead of six. That's stupid. <laughs> Why would you change that for every professional player? Just like hey. You know this whole game that you train to be perfect at, like hours and hours for a day. Nothing is the same now. Fuck you. Yeah, it'll they'll they'll. <laughs> I know they'll adapt, but it's just seems it's a dumb. good idea because the it's the, already the fastest RTS you can fucking play. Why would you want to make it faster? Well, the competitive steam for StarCraft Two for Wings of Liberty and Heart of Swarm has kind of run out, and so what's the third one called again? Something like Legacy of the Void. Oh, yeah, Legacy. Yeah. Okay, so. It's, I'll be excited for that to come out just so I can see the end of the story. Don't give yeah. shit about the multiplayer. Yeah. Never liked even playing the single player. I'll just watch the cutscenes. I was hardcore into the multiplayer in the first one, and then I got I ended up getting Heart of the Swarm and was like, eh, on it. Legacy of the Void could be a, a good change. But, I mean, StarCraft is what got me into competitive gaming. Like, that's what... I actually had never enjoyed competitive gaming. It was too stressful for me no matter what I played, but StarCraft, I got super into yeah, that. I think everyone has that one thing. Like... Like, I, I remember, you know, when me and Steven would play COD a, a lot. Yeah. I, before that, I hated playing games online. So I just, I don't like being competitive. Yeah. Or I didn't before that. And then once we got into COD and I was like, oh man, I can actually like kick the shit out of people at this if I'm playing against people of equal skill, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I, exactly. I can feel like I'm doing well. And then that came into, you know... Battlefield 3 only being online. I don't even think I ever played the single player for that game. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, we, but I had a bunch of fun. And now yeah. we're playing Smash, you know, for an hour before the, recording this podcast yeah. online for glory, and we're doing fine, you know? That was one of the things we didn't talk about for our week before that we've been playing the shit out of Smash. Well, I was going to talk about that, but I, I didn't... Uh... We just kind of derailed a little. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's Smash. It's fun. I can't wait for Mewtwo to actually drop so we can get that. Yeah. We've been having, like, a resurgence. I mean, we are running a Smash tournament here in the Valley, so it's important. And you can, you know, it's called Sweet Spot. You can find it on our Facebook page. You should definitely come. $250 pot bonus from Endgame. Half of each of the $10 fee goes into the pot as well. Exactly. So it's going to be a huge tournament, but which, and interestingly enough, I was actually looking at some other tournaments, and that's like a huge pot. Yeah, like that is. We're going to have big pot. We're going to have the largest regular pot in Arizona for yes, sure, for sure, for both Melee and Smash Four. And I mean, um, Sandstorm is going on right now, and that's happening at GameWorks at Arizona Mills here in the Valley, and that's the biggest tournament Arizona's ever seen. They have over 500 people attending. So their pot is going to be real big because they're running 256 person brackets. Yeah, but brackets. naturally, even if they're paying like $5 in the pot per person, that's just 1000 off of players, yeah. you know, plus whatever the they're doing, well, MVG's hosting doing organization f- wants to put into it. Yeah, so. there's a $500 pot bonus going into that from the organization that's hosting it. Um, but that is like, those are like what they call regionals or like nationals, depending. They're just super huge. And we'll be hosting one of those in August, um, hopefully. But, yeah, this will be the largest regular pot uh, pot bonus and pool in Arizona. So, you all should check it out because it's going to be bomb. It's going to be really, really well, good. First you know, tournament's May, f- May 1st, we've May been, 2nd. We've been playing and uh, just brushing up, I guess. I mean, I'm sure we're not playing, like, Mewtwo King-level heroes of that game or whatever. But, you know, Rob and Ike. We're getting better, <laughs> the dude. The Dream Team. Yeah, <laughs> we're, getting a lot, we're getting a lot better. All three of us are. I mean, to think when you think about a week ago on Forgalore, we were getting raped. And then today it was us doing the raping. Yeah. 
I feel like a lot of people probably came back in. Once yeah, there's a resurgence. Dropped, yeah. and so a lot of people probably have low ranks, and they're just trying to play Mewtwo out in the in the social scene. But yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, so Smash Four is good. Whether or not you're a melee person or a Smash person, we love all of the Smash games. Yeah, it's so. we've had hundreds and hundreds of hours hundreds of, fun of per, hours yeah we maxed out that timer on brawl real like, yeah so. is there a max timer on brawl like it'll is there only a- show 999 colon 99 uh play time yeah we've definitely beat that well no we? we did i mean the last time we pulled it up when we were at ken's house like two years ago it was at that so <laughs> over a thousand hours yeah man, that's insane so um ea is shutting down uh, battlefield heroes battlefield play for free need for speed world and fifa world basically a massive amount of its free-to-play games are just getting cut oh of they're course gone. they are because they're all shit yeah they're not making any money not making any money and they're just taking up server space for other shit they want i'd imagine right because i mean they're coming out with all the new um but like hardline just came out they're gonna need a lot of server space to support uh battlefront when that comes out star wars yeah which so get rid of the shit that's not performing. Well, we haven't seen the gameplay for you, so it doesn't matter. We have. Well, we'll, we'll get there. No, we'll get there's no. Leave. They didn't. Did they leak gameplay from that, the event? That uh, trailer was all shot in game. That's. But I'm talking about gameplay. Not. I don't know. I guess I haven't seen that trailer that you're talking about. I've oh, seen the yeah, Star Wars like movie trailer that just came out. Yeah, but I didn't see anything about. Battlefield. They dropped a trailer for Battlefield. Okay, or for Battlefront. It looks really good. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, those are getting cut. Like you said, they need to make they need to make room on probably the servers. Probably just need and, to make room, and uh, I mean, I don't know that those games were probably even making money for them, with the exception of FIFA. I know that people are stupid for FIFA. Yeah, they will put money into that game, but like, I don't. I, I never even heard of Battlefield Heroes and play for free. You know, no, <laughs> like, neither just stupid shit games that they were trying to cash in on the mobile craze with, and it yeah. didn't work. So thankfully. So those are gone, and uh, maybe this is the beginning of the ebb of the, uh, no. the free to As long market. as Zynga and those shit companies still exist, we're still going to have those really stupid games that are just predatory and made to Well, make and don't count as games, in my opinion. Well, they're not games. Anything Zynga makes is not a game. I mean, I guess it's a game. Well, neither is but. Sonic Rush by that. Sonic Dash. So, whatever. <laughs> I mean, one can make the well, argument that a lot of the Sonic games that come out recently aren't actually games. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess they are games, but they're games in they're the games, loosest it's, sense it's, of the word. They're a casino game. They're not a, yeah. they're not a, a game that you want to play yeah, with your friends and exactly. all this. It's like, I'm going to play this game and then like roll a dice and put money on the table. <laughs> what do they call them? The, some kind of box. It's just a fucking trap. That's yeah. all it is. There's some kind of name for them. A Skinner box. They're Skinner boxes. I've not, I have heard that term once in my life. It's, it's just now. Skinner box is where you press the button and sometimes it puts some, It releases like a, tr- a treat. Sometimes it doesn't. So like it would be like uh, I loved candy, which I do. And if I press the button on the Skinner box and like at first like I press it and it starts disp- dispensing candy. And then like... I'm like, oh great, candy, and then I press again, and then and then you do it. But the more that you do it, the less well, I it would, produces. I would but you still do that. it because you're like, I at some point, it's gonna give me some candy if I press this button. Well, I'm gonna modify that and say it's a, the Skinner box has two buttons, and one of them is the button where you just press candy, press for candy, and it comes out for free. But after a point, that stops. Yes, because you spent too much time on it. But the other button conveniently has a quarter hole in the middle, and you put a quarter in, you press it. 
and it randomly gives you candy or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, the worst Skinner box. Yes, fuck the that. The most evil. And the yeah. candy that you get for free is like a half-eaten... Like someone took a Jolly Rancher and just <laughs> broke it in half of their teeth, and you get the dust in the wrapper, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like... <laughs> uh, let's get a... Uh, <laughs> again! So, yeah, those are those are on the way out. Uh, have you seen the Batman v Superman trailer? No, All right. I saw that it had come up... In one of my feeds, but I didn't actually watch it. We're not going to watch it right now. We're not, not watching it on the fucking the podcast. Well, no, Just we'll, tell me about we'll it. We'll pause. We'll pause it. Okay, and then fine. Watch it so you can get your true impression. <laughs> All right, fresh viewing on the on the Batman v Superman trailer, <laughs> Addison Waldo. First time seeing it. What do you think? Well, I mean, I will have to reiterate a complaint that I'm always going to have with this, and it's a realistically Batman can't do shit against Superman not true if you only read, with if the you kryptonite read... bullshit does he even stand a chance I would think this is true but I don't no one even knew about kryptonite in the first Superman movie how do they figure out that that's the way to beat Superman in this one if they do wasn't it in the first I don't remember it being in the first one maybe not well maybe that's the thing maybe that we'll see that discovery that's still just I I don't know I don't like Batman at all yes and I, I know this casually care about superman he's just this too powerful guy like i like the the setting that they're in i like the idea that it's not like people were just like superman's here everything's gonna be fine people are just like superman's here shit yeah (laughs) what does this mean for us as the human race we're obviously inconsequential for for normal people who will never matter like normally and then batman comes and he's also a normal person doesn't matter like yeah he just happens to be able to cheat a little bit with some laser kryptonite beat Superman somehow. Like, I don't think that that's... dust. I don't think in any real world that's a fair comparison to make. But I think it's going to be... I think it'll be a good movie, but I don't think I'm going to like it from a story perspective. I'm going to love watching them beat the shit out of each other. I think Ben Affleck's Batman voice is shit, but that's whatever. That's the thing. I don't know... Do you bleed? I don't know if that's like... I don't know if that's Batman's voice or if that's the voice of, like, a different... I think that's. I think it that's seems like it should be. But that voice. to me is so. That's such ridiculous voice filtering. It, it's not even realistic. Like you put Batman in a mechanical suit with his mouth open, he's not going to be like, oh, "I am Batman." Well, no. Wait, I bet you he's got a little <laughs> like one of those pop stars, like things. a microphone, <laughs> yeah, it's and like, it's just projecting out to Superman because Superman doesn't have super hearing or something. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, I'm going to see it, but I think. I don't know. I would want Superman to win. My problem is, like, what what happens... Because the Superman that we saw in the first movie was very concerned with, like, I want to use my powers to help people or at least be left alone with them, right? Like, yes. he's, you come in and the first time you actually see him use his powers in that movie is when he's trying to save dudes from an oil rig collapsing, yeah. right? Like, it's very clear that he cares about people and he wants to do right. So that means Batman's a villain. Unless something so radical changed where... Literally, the whole world just turned on Superman because they're scared of him, and he's just like, "Well, I might as well play the part." <laughs> I, I think what it ends up being is that so this is supposed to loosely follow uh, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Um, Superman was in that. It was he was at the very end of it. So in in Dark Knight in the Dark Knight Returns, um, when you say fo- sorry, when you say follows, do you mean follows after or the story? Of the story of the Dark Knight okay. Returns. So, so I thought we already had a movie for that. Uh, there's an DC animated one, yeah. No, I mean, what was the third? Christian that was Bale Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Not okay. even. There was a vague thing in that. Basically, Batman is not Batman for a while and then comes back. 
But in Dark Knight Returns, he basically he just kind of gets he gets old and he retires and like he's just had too much horrible things happen. But if you have if you haven't read that book, read it because well, it I'll is go find it, but... very good. Even if even aside from the fact that it's Batman, well, as, it's, a, it's a graphic novel. It's right? a graphic it's novel. Book. Yes. Okay. It's a graphic novel. I just want to make sure I don't want to fucking read a book about Batman who I already hate. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, at least better be like Watchmen, big ass. It is novel crunch time or whatever. But yeah, it's and it's very very good. But it and we'll see how much we see of this with Batman because it's a movie about them, but it seems mostly about Superman. But in in Batman, well, that, that Ben Affleck had a little bit of salt and pepper, so he, he might be playing up the age thing. Even though he like doesn't still look that old that he had retired yeah. from being Batman. Yeah, He's like oh, I hit thirty five and the knees just aren't working yeah. like they used to. But the Dark Knight Returns is a is a wonderful graphic novel, and it essentially the idea of it is that you know Batman has. He's not Batman anymore, and Gotham City's really fallen into chaos, but he comes back, and in order to put Gotham City to rights, he has to essentially take over. And, like, he, he basically, the whole city comes under siege because Batman is, like, saying, fuck this, I'm not going to let the criminals run everything anymore. So the president of, the, so Superman works for the president of the United States, and he ends up showing up to meet, uh, like, to fight Batman because they're like, so they're like, you, the president's like, you need to go and deal with Batman. Because he's completely yeah, normal taken over people obviously can't. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if they follow that tack. But right now, what they seem to be projecting is this storyline of when you have a, a figure who is a god, essentially, who is well, literally a god by relative relative nature. But yeah, he's I mean completely indestructible unless you put some green stuff around him. What? How do how do people respond to that? I mean, in today's modern age, like if the U.S. had that. You know, it's like watch. It's like Watchmen it's with Doctor Manhattan. You say we, and if the U.S. had that, then the Middle East wouldn't exist anymore. Exactly, and Vietnam would have been won, and all that. Like, exactly. You know? So how does how does society really react to that? Rather than having this seemingly, you know, bene, bene, uh, like benevolent cru- uh, guy who watches over the city, and everyone's like, "Yay, Superman! He's great." He's all watching over us. Except for when he destroyed half good. of New York to exactly. fight the other Superman. I can't wait. Broke to his neck. Oh man, I <laughs> can't wait. To, I can't wait to see how they play that up. I hope that they talk about the fact that he caused billions of dollars like, of I would, damage. Probably in the trillions. Yeah. For, for how many? Like just him being punched by Zod and flying through buildings and them crumbling around him is exactly. like. A hundred billion dollar skyscraper ceases to exist anymore and can never be rebuilt. Yep. Like. Oh, it, it looks like it'll be a good movie, but I'm I will be wary of the uh, the story implications because yeah. I mean let's hop into DC World a little bit since we usually you and me are pretty Marvel. I grew up on Batman. We live on and, that side of the fence. Yeah, I grew up on both. Uh, Batman has always been a great character to me, but he's of the DC heroes. He's kind of the only one I care about. I've very much been a Marvel yeah, person. I'm literally Marvel. like Spider Man to Iron Man. Like when I look at DC and you look at the people in Justice League, like I have bits of affection for each one for different reasons, except for the chicks. I don't like them. Like Hot Girl and Wonder Woman are both stupid to me. Yeah, They're just not compelling characters. But like John Johns, the uh, the Martian Manhunter. He's my favorite one. Bar none. He's super rad. Like his Why? powers. I don't know. It's just he's he's the guy who doesn't even have to fight because they know that your talents. Even though you could fight with everyone, you're better spent being up in the space station doing all of like the computer work and stuff. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so, but I like John Johns. I like the Flash. Even though every incarnation he's in is just some stupid asshole 
basically you just can run really fast, but yeah, like, um, and I like uh, fuck, what was his name? Green Lantern. I, I guess I less like Green Lantern. I like the idea of the Lantern Corps, yes, right. But the Green Lanterns are dumb. Like, I uh, give me Red Lantern. That's what I want. Anger Lantern. Yes, Rage Lantern. Rage Lantern. But then I look at any Marvel hero, and they're just cooler to me. Like yes. Spider Man is cooler. His powers are dumb compared to some of the some of the DC characters, yeah. but he's a cooler character. He's right? more interesting. He's he more a lot interesting. More yeah. yeah, and I mean Marvel has his flops too. I don't think Thor's actually interesting. He's just like. I must prove to my father that I am good for hammers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, movie Thor is a lot more interesting than comic book Thor. In my I honestly, of all the movies in the the MCU, I like the Thor ones the least. I think Thor, the Thor movies are the lesser of all. Like his kids, the Thor, Thor is a character in the MCU. Shit. Yeah, they're not that great. But Thor as a character is more interesting in the movies than he is in the comics. Well, okay, so yeah, I guess I should let you finish talking because that's true. Like, the Thor in the comics is just, like, Thor in mythology, yeah. pretty much. He's like, I hang out on Earth. Like, yes, I have come for Earth now with my hammer. <laughs> but... Work, work, work. Yeah. So, it'll... I mean, but is DC... I mean, they're planning to do a Justice League movie, right? They are. And the... Who are they going to actually have movies for before that comes out? Because they seem to be putting all their chips on the shitty Batman and Superman train. Well, that's the thing. Is I think they're doing Batman v Superman. They have Gal Gadot cast as Wonder Woman, who will be in... She will be in Batman v Superman. Um, they're going to be doing Green Lantern, and supposedly there will be a Wonder Woman movie, and I think no, and I think there will be another Green Lantern before. Well, they better fix Justice that Green Lantern shit. I mean, they they need to put out. It wasn't that bad. I, here's no, no, no. Here's the thing. I'm with you on that. I don't think the Green Lantern movie was that bad, but the standard that they're making the new movies at, if they're going to have him be represented in the new universe, I think that. The representation of Green Lantern from that movie is maybe not the one that they should use. They should yeah. just do a new movie, fuck Ryan Reynolds, get an actual actor to play, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll, it, it looks very cool. The It's just such a weird, it's a different direction for DC. I mean, it's not that it's just darker, but... Well, and they usually don't have their own heroes be this adversarial. Even exactly. Even like... Because, like, you don't see that in Marvel until uh, the new Avengers movie where apparently Iron Man's fighting Hulk for reasons. Because, but, you, because they all have to fight each other at one point. It's part of the formula. I guess. But, but they don't fight each other in, like... Like, this seems like Batman and Superman fucking hate each other. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing. Is how are you going to go from that mythos to the Justice League movie where they're all supposed to be working together? Is yeah. one of them dead? Like, yeah. Justice League with no Superman or Batman? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, Well, and they... I bet you anything... The last scene of that movie is going to be both of them just laying on the ground, like, super tired, and then they'll start, like, holding hands, <laughs> and then it'll be like, black screen, the Justice League, dude, dude. <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's, there, there has always been that dichotomy between Batman and Superman, because Batman is extremely pragmatic. Well, he's very just practical. very wary of Superman. It's like, all it takes is one bad decision by Superman, like, the world could be destroyed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he takes one if he turns left instead of right yeah, he, flying at supersonic he speeds he hits the moon at flying back to earth just a little too hard and it just flies into earth <laughs> again you know? like, yeah but Batman is he lives in an extremely cut and dry world where like 
this is bad, this is good. There's not really an in between. Whereas there's Superman, no in between. Yeah, whereas Superman Su- only lives in the middle. Exactly. You know, I'll give everyone a chance. Yeah, Superman's very like just like like again benevolent. He's just like I love everyone's fine. Everyone there should be peace all the time. Everything's good. Whereas Batman's like there cannot be peace without war. <laughs> you know, well, Batman's just like I, until you get rid of the people who are doing evil, you'll never have peace. And there's always new evil, so you yeah. can never have peace. Exactly. Right? <laughs> they're, they're too... You can never have peace. <laughs> you can never have blood. <laughs> Do you bleed? Let's so. see. I think you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll, we'll see where they go with it. I, I think it'll be really good. Honestly, the last Superman movie, visually stunning. Yeah, the effects were great. The story was... The story was not interesting. Well, I, th- I mean, I'll never agree with people who are like... Superman will never kill Zod. It's like well, no, he he's killed would. some motherfuckers. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care about that particular moral quandary for him, right? Because there's some people that only he can kill that need to be killed. Yes. He better fucking do it. And Zod is one of those people. Who, who on earth else than Superman's gonna stop Zod? You know, punch him out of space and just fly back. You know, exactly. Like, you have to kill him. Yeah, I think. Um, I I also thought the I, the whole idea of just like with with um. With his dad, or with with his, it's not Uncle Ben, but the his version of Uncle Ben, his oh, dead yeah. father figure, um, who Farmer McFarming, Far, yeah, Clark. So Clark Kent, and his dad, something, something Kent, Kent, something Kent, yeah. the elder Kent. Basically, when his dad, Kent the elder, when his dad was just like, don't show your powers to people, like make sure you hide. And then, even though there's a tornado happening, I'm about to get sucked up into the middle of it. Don't help me. Don't help me. Even though you could move so fast. That you could grab me. Reverse the tornado. Yeah, you might, Yeah, you could just punch the tornado and it'll disappear. <laughs> but no, stay and let me die because for some reason. Because moral. It's very, uh, it's very arbitrary, I thought. And I it's thought not even that it's arbitrary. It's just, it's too trite and played out. Yeah. Right? It's like, you didn't have to die for that. Just no. like Peter Parker's uncle didn't have to die for him. You know? Yeah. But you have to have that death to help solidify their moral character. Yeah. Right? Because uh, Ben Parker or whatever, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, yeah. Is just tries to tell Peter the whole time, like, this is how you should be. You have to watch out for people. Okay, power comes for your responsibility or whatever. And Peter believes none of that. And he doesn't give a shit until his uncle dies and he's like, he's right. <laughs> he's Except like, for, give me like 10 minutes of your revenge and then he's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the same with, with Clark. Clark with, Kent. Yeah, and with Clark, what would have been so much more interesting is that like, he saves... Pa Kent, and <laughs> whose name I cannot remember at the moment, but he saves him, and then it comes out that he's Superman, and then you start dealing with those those consequences, and then Pa Kent dies of old age, and the one thing Superman can't stop, Superman can stop anything in the world. He's the most powerful being being in the universe, or at least on on planet Earth, but he can't stop age. Way more heartbreaking, way more <laughs> yeah, devastating. Just to a the realization character. for him that he's like. Even though I've got all this power, I still only have human years. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so I, like, I have to do peop- something. Yeah, the I, people I love, I can't save them from them from death. I can't yeah. save them from life. Like the, so, the, but is he immortal? Like, s- does Superman age and die? I don't know anything about his. We they don't. I mean, they haven't touched on that necessarily. I don't. Like, we could find out. <laughs> like, no, let's we'll save that for. I, yeah, I don't know if Superman did, uh, but I think he ages a lot slower than the average human. Yeah, I would it's imagine. like seven years to a second for him. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. He, is he sees the god, his god years. 
Um, all right, so it'll be good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, right now good. I'm on the Age of Ultron hype train, which comes out in two weeks. So. Two fucking weeks. So good. And um, all of you versus all of me. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I've got streaks. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait. Um, and I, I, they still haven't showed any pictures of uh, what's his face. Who? Yeah, the the Jarvis guy. Oh, Paul Bettany as uh, as the Vision. What's the Vision? That's his they, name. they've shown pictures. Of I him. haven't seen yeah. any. Any. Yeah, he has his own trail. He was he has a poster, I think. Let's see. Yeah. That's well, like the that's, concept art. Yeah, well, I'm talking about him in costume doing anything. Um, so I thought he's supposed to be an important character in right this. Because uh, he's fighting along with them now. He's yeah. just another Avenger. I don't know where he comes from. But well, no. Uh, Tony Stark made him. Made Jar- made. The Vision is Jarvis. Oh, yeah. And, like, and then he just, Tony Stark makes a body for him and Jarvis gets put in that body. And so now he can hang Fighting out with Jarvis. This. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought so. It's Paul Bettany. It's I remember it being someone else. At least the voice for Jarvis was. So. I think I don't know. I think I thought Paul Bettany was the voice of Jarvis. Maybe. Maybe I'm just getting names stuff. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So moving on. I mean, to more movie news. It's been Star Wars celebration has been happening all week, and there has been a slew of Star Wars news coming out. It's interesting now that Disney owns Star Wars and they're doing things and with the franchise. Out on Christmas, December eighteenth. It said Christmas in the trailer. It does, watched, which so. was a misnomer. It's December 18th. Okay, good. But so the Christmas season. <laughs> yeah, Christmas season. So it's interesting that Disney owns Star Wars now and seeing like things like Star Wars I'm Celebration. I'm really scared about that, actually. I think it'll be fine. I think it's going to be a disaster. I don't think so. I think Disney realizes there's far too much money to be made here to just turn out absolutely dog I, shit. I understand that, but they also re- probably can look back to episode 1, 2, and 3 and see that you can turn out dog shit and still make a lot of money. That's true. Lord, George Lucas did that. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, he is not part of the creative process anymore. But Have you no- seen the trailer? I've seen... The, the second one. I saw it on a tag stream, but I, I didn't like pick it apart or anything. I didn't pay it super a lot of attention. So Yeah. I saw it though. I mean, I've, I saw them flying the Millennium Falcon flying into the thruster yeah. of the Star Destroyer and everything. So. Lots of practical effects. There's CG for sure, but the practical effects. That little rolling droid, the one who's like a soccer ball with a head. Yeah, he's pra- that's practical effects. That's I don't not know CG. By practical effects. It means it's literally they built a sphere with a little robot head on it that rolls around in real life. It's an actual creature. That's good. Yeah. So, it's just like those practical effects versus CG. It is it just seems like they're doing a really they're doing a really interesting, really good job. They're actually doing Star Wars how Star Wars should be. I The only question I have in my mind is I want to see who Kylo Ren is. Yes. Because he's not in any story or anything. And I really hate that they just made up a random new character for reasons. Because they wanted someone to use a cross sword. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to like that, I don't think. but The cross the cross lightsaber? No, the fact that they just randomly created a fucking character. That wasn't any part of the lore. It, like, well, the they universe s- that they're working off of is completely established in literature. They're taking creative license. Fuck you, Disney. Don't well, do they that. scrapped a lot of the, of the extended universe. Like, a lot of it. Most of it is no longer canon. There's, right. like, a few things... They kind of just went I in like there and rebooted the it. Stuff. I mean, especially the like stuff good. right after, um, 
episode uh, six. Yeah. Which, and I mean, I don't know. I'll be interested to see who some of these characters are, because there's that chick who was helping the black guy up. Who is that? Is that Mara Jade Skywalker? Is that, you know, <laughs> Luke didn't have a daughter that I know of. Why is she Mara Jade Skywalker? Uh, that would be his wife. Oh, okay. But she's also too young. Yeah, she's 30 like years teen. after. Yeah, this, yeah. So is that Jaina Solo then? Is that Han's daughter? I don't Interesting. Know. We don't know for sure. I, I really want to know because there's a whole arc of Jaina and Jason Solo becoming new Sith that apparently just doesn't exist anymore. Or might exist now. I don't know. Fuck Kylo Ren. That's all I'm going <laughs> Well, wait. I, I, I can't wait for eight months from now. On, actually, shit, eight months from yesterday when we go and see it and you're like, Kylo Ren's the coolest motherfucker on the face I'm of sure, the planet. I, I'm sure he's going to have the raddest battles. Like, he's going to be a cool character, but the fact that he just was made up by people at Disney, I'll never respect it. I hate Disney, so... Yeah. So... The... Hang on. I'm going to have to cut this part out. Five minutes. We all want to pause it first, you see? <laughs> Alright, we'll pause it there. Alright, so we watched, We just watched the Battlefront trailer. It's coming out November 17th. Yep. It looks pretty... Ins- birthday. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> At least it'll be a, a great day. <laughs> but the, um, the... I mean, it looks really good, but to me... What are your impressions at small though? For me, so I actually prob I may know a little bit more about the game than you do because one of the tag guys was actually in Los Angeles um, for mm-hmm. the when they released the in-game footage that they haven't shown the public yet. Yeah, and so no classes, which is going to be terrible. There just won't be classes. You in won't the game? have classes. You'll just you build your own character up. Which is going to be shit because then you're just going to have people with rocket launchers, people with sniper rifles, and that's it. Mm-hmm. If they, I wish they would have learned any lesson from fucking Battlefield Three and Four and Hardline to not let, <laughs> to try and make classes but actually have them balanced. But apparently they're just like, nah, we'll just let things be imbalanced and shitty. So that's going to suck. Um, haven't heard anything about the ability to fly your ship into, into space, space yet, and they did not show that they in the did trailer. Did not show that because it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just. I will remain skeptical. Not going to pre-order it. Probably not going to buy a day it comes out. I'm going to wait a couple months because it is still a dice product, which means it's going to be shitty, really shitty at first. Yeah, and they're going to need a couple months to patch it. So yeah, given their track record, it's we'll see. It's yeah, going to even, take some time to make it good. Like you know, Battlefield Hardline came out and it actually looks like an okay game, except for the fact that. They claimed that all the fixes that they did in the CTE, the community test environment for Battlefield 4, were going to be in the game. They're not. Still get trade kills, still have reload bugs where you go through the reload animation, but it didn't actually reload your gun. Mm-hmm. Things that are already fixed in Battlefield 4, and they're built on the same exact engine, yeah. aren't in Battlefield Hardlines. Like, if you're not going to be, if you're not going to follow through on one promise, and you're not going to make apt technical decisions that are going to get rid of these issues, then I'm not going to trust you. So, no, no, uh, no pre-order games ever again, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't ever pre-order anything. Yeah, I unless know. I really want the physical copy and think it's going to be sold out or a collector's edition. But I mean, even then, it's Am- you're Amazon. paying a lot more money for nothing. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather like judge the day one DLC and buy it separately later if it's really that much that important. But that's really the only thing that pre-orders offer anymore is extortionate content that's already exists that you should have had access to but they want 10 more dollars so yeah 
So <sighs> the Battlefront trailer looks pretty crazy. I mean, the so that they claim that's in-game footage, and as I was saying while we were watching the trailer, it's in-game footage of you know four Titan yeah, graphics cards slide like, together with an i7 and like, like a hundred gigabytes of RAM. And, yeah, yeah, there's if that's in engine. I'll fucking eat my shit. Like, there's, it's not. <laughs> that, that's game engine footage that's been uh, done over in post yeah. with, like, Photoshop and shit and done from a spectator mode that's not going to be available to people. Yeah. So, I don't trust it. Like, the, none of the movements that the people... Like, the characters that were in the footage, their movements were too natural. They were game player movements, right? Yeah. So, that was a completely scripted scene with better graphics than you're going to be able to have. Even if it's game engine footage, that's them pushing the like on, putting it on a supercomputer and pushing it to max and saying this is what it's gonna be like. Yeah. But then you're gonna get it; it's gonna look like fucking N64 in comparison. So, like, yeah, I yeah, don't believe it. That's the thing with like, like I won't believe it until they can show that to me of someone playing it real time with a HUD against other people on a network environment that isn't a local land in their office, then I'll believe it. Yeah. But until give me then, that Twitch stream. Yes. Give me those, give, give it that Not Twitch Not even that Twitch stream, because you can't... Any footage that they're going to bring out that's going to show you the actual gameplay is going to be unreliable because they're playing on a, on a zero latency network internally. And that's not replicant of real conditions, right? Yeah. If you want to jack the ping up to 100, 100 ping, you know, for each player, and then you start to see what the actual gameplay is like, but they're not going to do that because it's not, it doesn't look good promotional material, so. Yeah. We'll see. I definitely will play it when it comes out. I might wait. I'm going to be I'm going to wait three months reports. at least. Yeah, I'm going to wait a little while. I don't know if I'll wait three months. That's a long time. But uh, Well, considering they'll maybe have one patch in that three months, Yeah, you probably do well to wait. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how it goes. It looks pretty rad. Yeah, at least they're reviving the franchise. Yeah. I'm not I'm not super stoked about the fact that third person's an option at all. It should just be a fucking first person game, but... Well, when you're playing as, like, a, if you're playing as Darth Vader or anything like that. Which you shouldn't be able to do. Well, you were always able to in, in Star Wars. I understand that. I had Battlefront 2 on yeah. my fucking PSP, but it was I never played those guys because I didn't like the fact they that you could die, just be... They would die, so you could still die Well, so you could, I mean, if you, as long as you held block and moved forward, you were invincible for most people, but yeah. it's just the... I don't know. Why would you add that to... Like, I, I feel like there's so much more of an interesting story to be told when you're just a rebel trooper or just a stormtrooper and using these vehicles than just being like, D- oh, I'm in my ATSD and I killed 10 people. <laughs> I am Vader. I'm now Vader because reasons. You yeah. know? Oh, look, you're also Vader. High five. <laughs> you know, like, that's so stupid. Well, speaking of being just a rebel soldier or just an Empire soldier. The first Star Wars spinoff film has been announced. It's called Rogue One. Sweet Christ. And it follows a band of just rebel soldiers as they attempt to steal the Death Star plans. I feel like that movie's going to suck shit. The only reason for that is because they have given, like, throughout the whole... Except for in Clone Wars where you saw, like, stormtroopers being fucking badass before they were actually stormtroopers. Like... The, all the movies have given off this disposition that the rebel soldiers and the stormtroopers suck. Like, they are terrible at their yes. jobs. You can't hit shit. Even when you have a giant trench with satellite guns behind you on Hoth, you still get raped. What's with that? You can't hit a single fucking thing? 
I don't know. It's it, and then to suddenly be like, by the way, there's some rebel soldiers that are cool. It's like, yeah, the ones with lightsabers that hung out with Han Solo. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, so. so these will be this and it's a spinoff. That's that's will, Disney as fuck. It'll take off. It'll take place between episodes three and four. Um, as, oh, so right before a new, Hope. right before a new hope, uh, and it's going to be much more gritty and realistic. No people with magic powers. It's it's. it's be the first time that we will see a Star Wars movie that does from not the, no, focus, from the average person from the average perspective. person's perspective. Yeah, no Jedi, <laughs> no Jedi, no nothing like that. So that it'll be an interesting perspective. It could suck shit, as you said. I feel like Disney's doing it. It's gonna suck shit. Like they're Disney. Well, remember, Disney, remember, Disney, Disney owns movie. Marvel, and Marvel Disney, movies are great. Yes, but I feel like there's there's a great deal of salutary neglect with Marvel because Marvel's already. I feel like Marvel probably makes more money than Star Wars does at this point. Like, yes, well, by virtue of releasing more movies and products, yeah. Well, and granted, but I don't know. I I feel like the MCU is a relatively new phenomenon, right? Whereas Star Wars has a cinematic like pedigree that goes back a long time. And Disney, when they start spinning stuff off, spin off sucks dick. Go look at all the the Peter Pan movies that exist after Peter Pan does that are all about Tinkerbell and how she lost a wing. Oh no, but as long as she bumps her back with her sister, by the way, she has a sister, then she gets her the wing back. A whole hour and a half movie about that. I did not. I just know it exists and it it hurts me inside. Well, to be fair, those movies sold super well. I I know, but girls love those those Tinkerbell movies. They're they're not going to be catering for the right audience if they do this. Yeah. Fingers crossed that someone has any sense over at Disney and they actually do this right. I have no hope for that. So I haven't. I haven't. There's not really any footage or anything like that. I think that the idea of a gritty, average man Star Wars. Yeah, give me gritty as in the the last couple movies in Harry Potter gritty. Where yeah. it's not like it's like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what they're going to lean towards. I, Disney is capable of doing that kind of thing. Fingers this will crossed. be their test. This I think that they're capable of doing it though. Uh, and then, lastly, the Journey to the Force Awakens series will be released on September 4th. It will be over 20 novels, graphic novels, and comic books, which will be all released at the same time on September 4th. And in a, in a pack, they'll cost $1,000 yeah, or something. And we'll, they will be the lead-up to uh, Episode 7 that's going to explain everything that happens in the years between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Well, I can't wait for someone to make those into PDFs because I refuse to give <laughs> yeah. Disney more money than I have to. Yeah. You're already going to have to pay to go see the movie. So. Yep, that's money enough. Well, I, it'll be interesting. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to dive into that or not because that's a I'm lot. I'm not going to. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait like two months. Read Wikipedia. Because all the information is going to be, be on, on Wikipedia. And Kylo yeah. Ren's article will be 20 pages long, and they'll be like, Disney sucked it, create a character, made Kylo Ren, and, and he's just like the new god person that is cool because he has a lightsaber no one else does. Like, I don't know. I'm not. I, I oscillate between being excited for this movie and just dreading it. Yeah. I have no such trepidations about Age of Ultron or like any other movie I'm excited about this year, but Star Wars, I'm like, you... Because... It's not just that they have to do better than episodes one, two, and three. They which is do, not hard to do. Which is not hard to do, but that's my fear, is that they're going to be like, as long as we just do the bare shit right? <laughs> the bare shit <laughs> Yes. Then we will have fulfilled, like, contractual obligations, because it'll be part of the universe, it'll be better. No. You have to beat, like, 
decades of people who have been waiting for this moment, you know? Yeah, like, and that's the thing. is That's such something to go up against. Like, more than... And I just don't know that Disney's the company that can actually do that. But. Yeah. I mean, more than Batman, more than Marvel, where you have these people who have been Batman and Mar- like DC and Marvel fans their entire lives who have been waiting to see these things come to life on the screen. In a way that wasn't stupid fucking, like, old Batman, like, Poison Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are people... I mean, Star Wars fans have been Star Wars... Some of them have been fans They've for been 50 years. Like, rabid fans. Yeah, like, not 50, hungry, but 40 years. 40 almost. some like, years. Yeah. And yeah, and just, like, give me anything. They've read every book. They've read every comic book. They've eaten out of every lunchbox. Like, they... they eaten every lunchbox. They have eaten every lunchbox. They bought two. Like, one to eat from and one to eat. And they put them inside each other. <laughs> and they... Anything to get more Star Wars in them. Yeah, they... I mean, they are rabid fans. But we know J.J. Abrams is directing. Yes, that is that is he the did, saving grace. Yes, he did. He did both of the Star Trek movies, both of which were fucking great. There's a third one coming out for Star Wars. I think so. For Star Trek. I haven't seen anything yeah. about it. But he's probably took a break for Star Wars. Yeah. Is, are we going to get another trilogy for Star Wars? Is it going to be 7, This eight, is a nine? trilogy. Okay. Yeah, 7, 8, and 9. He will not be directing 8, 9. Ryan Johnson, who directed Looper. Fuck that. Uh, well, he directed Looper, and Looper was very good. I didn't like Looper. Uh, he also did Brick, which was a really cool indie noir movie from back in the day. But yeah, he is doing episode 8, and episode 9, I don't think, has been announced yet. But Better be fucking J.J. Abrams. Yeah, you better come back. I don't know. J.J. Abrams took Star Trek, something I was never interested in as a child, tried to watch, found incredibly boring growing up. And, and turned, made it cool. And made it incredibly cool. <laughs> yeah. So if he can do that with Star Trek of all but, but things. But that's the thing. It's like, unlike Star Trek, Star Wars was always cool, cool the whole time. So the bar is just, you know, there's like episode one, two, three, four, five, six... Mm, yeah. Seven, oh where he God, has there, to be, you know? yeah. But I think if if someone could do it, it's going to be JJ Abrams, and I hope he fights against the fucking the Mickey machine. Yeah, no <laughs> fucking Jar Jar, oh. no stupid, no like Ewoks, anything like that. Like, make I wonder. It it, I mean, is Jar Jar dead as of four, I hope five, so. and six? <laughs> I, I, it's been long enough. I don't think Gungans live that Jar-Jar's long. They're amphibians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I want to believe that you're right, but I don't know. I He'll be in 7, and I hope that he's in 7 just to die. Yeah. Like, I hope that the first scene is, like, him on his deathbed, and, and everyone's just like, who were you? And he's like, Misa knew everything before it happened. And then he dies. You know? yeah. and then he's the elder like, one. That was dumb. <laughs> just start carving him up. But well, I would like to see a, a beginning battle scene on Naboo between him gets, with a pistol. Well, no, it's like him with and, the blue spear. Yeah, they're like throwing the blue. Spear. Well, not even that. It's just like there's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it. <laughs> he's like a senator now, though. Like, what's he even doing? Well, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Just get him in there and shoot him in the back. <laughs> and then he dies, and everybody cheers. I can visualize that I moment know. in my well, head. I can in the see movie it. Here. I can just see, like, you know, everyone's in trenches and they're shooting at each other, and Jar Jar's just like, oh! He's like juggling those fucking blue goo <laughs> destroyer balls. He's like, he's <laughs> crumpled. Gone forever from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> and they don't make anything of it. They just see him, you see him fall over, next shot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's oh, how man. you remove the stain. Oh my god. Alright, that's Sack Up for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Ken. Sack Up, nerds. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>